If you can do anything, realize that you are strong and you've got the power to shake and move this world. Welcome to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James, the only podcast you need to tune into each week to grow your personal, professional and financial life. Join entrepreneur, investor and multi-award winning international speaker Jesson James as he shows you how to take control of your mind to create the life, income and career you deserve. Here's your host, Jesson James. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of the Mind Over Money podcast. I am super excited today because I've got a special guest for you guys. And look, this person here who I'm about to bring up is someone who, for me, actually is someone who's an inspiration, not just for me, but for people all across the world, in my opinion. This is someone who's got a story of, of, of failure, setbacks, addiction, all kinds of stuff. Uh, and, they've, and they've turned that all around and made their life even better now, but not just their own, their families and other people's. And so the person I'm going to bring up in a moment is someone who's a multiple, multiple award-winning serial entrepreneur. Um, he's grown and scaled businesses from tech companies to, to consultancy businesses to all sorts. And he now dedicates his time towards serving people. He's actually one of our lead trainers at our Entrepreneurs Business School. It's the one and only Hajj Ghali, how you doing Hajj? I'm good brother, thank good to you have you with us. Such a lovely introduction. Thank you for joining us today. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Like, obviously people listening at home can't see, but if you're watching this online, you'll see that you are matching right now, aren't you? You're matching the brand colours of the Mind Over Money podcast. And I'm very honoured and proud. So. It, was, it was strategic <laughs> brother, it was strategic. <laughs> good, Hajj, look, it's good to have you here. Um, one thing I always like to ask people when I join the podcast is, um, like, who are you? Like, what, what's, you know, who's Hajj? Tell everybody. Oh, God. As first and foremost, I'm a family man. Yes. So I've got a beautiful wife and two beautiful boys. One's four years old and Love one's that. one year old. We just went to Dubai to celebrate his first birthday. Yes. Uh, it was it. beautiful just to take time out and just, mm. you know, just relax with the family. But Something that business owners don't do a lot of. Yeah. And I think for a while, that's actually, I didn't do that for many, many years. Mm. Um, I was too focused on running around and just trying to become an entrepreneur, trying to run the businesses. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm missing on the little things. Time with family, with the children, mm. making memories. I think that's the big thing. I, I've, I work a lot more now. Yeah. Making memories with my family. So for me, my family is really, really, really important. That I can spend quality time with them. You know, and, and we're going to talk more about that later on because I think it's really important that we, we bring it up because people don't spend enough time. You know, mm. they, they spend a lot of time on their businesses, money, all this kind of stuff. And then they look behind them and the people that they're doing it for are not there anymore. But we'll, yes. we'll, we'll come on to that now. When did you first get into business? So I actually got into business just after I finished university. Right. So I went to university, did a typical... Two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, did, I did the typical Indian degree. I, I did law. <laughs> so, Indian degree. <laughs> Love it. Well, if you're pharmacist, doctor, medicine. Accountant. <laughs> as they come. Yeah. So I went to university in 2004, finished in 2007. But actually, when I was in 2000, my second university, 2005, yeah. Um, I literally spent all my tuition fees, my student loan, in the first week. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> Standard. And I was in a position where I was like, I can't go back to my parents and ask them for money. Yeah. I'm getting my ass smacked. <laughs> so, so I decided at that time, what can I do? And I read about this kid who was making hundreds and thousands of pounds on ads. So I learned it. Mm -hmm. And then I basically managed to speak to a few businesses in Birmingham. That's where I studied. Yeah. And I started making money. Mm -hmm. So then... I was making approximately anything between sort of two to 500 quid a week. Yep. 
which is as not a bad student. as a student that paid for all the beer money Absolutely. and my KFC. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I left university and in 2007 and I realised this wasn't for me. Mm. Me as a person, I'm quite outlandish and I like to be, I'm a people's person yeah. and trying to go into the law field wasn't, wasn't right. So I decided to actually go and, and set up an online tech business. Okay. So actually it was, it was, I heard about Facebook coming over, so I actually created something similar to Facebook. Right. Um, so I started that in 2007 yeah. against my parents' wishes because mm-hmm. they were like, what the hell are you doing? You've, you've started a degree. Yeah, yeah. Why are you not going into the profession, get a good job, get, get married, get a good house and live that life? But that wasn't for me, man. That, mm-hmm. That's not what I wanted to do. That's the normal route. The usual route, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, I set my business up against their wishes. And, and I you know at that time, people left university. All my friends were going out and starting their jobs, partying. I didn't, man. I just focused into the business. Within two years... I grew that 265,000 subscribers, students across the UK. And what started off as a meeting with uh, a big publication, just for advertising on on the website, actually led to an acquisition of the company for multiple six figures. Fantastic. So that's my first journey as an entrepreneur. So I'm curious because obviously this is the Mind Over Money podcast. Yeah. And I think a lot of people listening... Um, maybe wanting to make even more money right now or, or get themselves to a position where they are earning more. For me, it's not about the strategy. It's the, the mindset that you require to deploy the strategy. So what was going through your head in university to make you go, right, you know what, screw this. This isn't for me, but I'm going to start doing something for myself. And you started doing like two to three hundred pounds a week or whatever it might be. Like what mindset were you in to go and do that? I think I've always been a person that has never abided by the rules, even from a young age. Even though we know this, <laughs> even, even though the stigma was, especially in the Indian culture, to go, you know, get an education, get a degree, go into a job. But I was always dibbling, dabbling in different things. Yeah. So for me, it was more of a case of money at that time was a big driver for mm. me. So my mindset was, how can I make as much money as possible in the most minimal resources? Yeah. So I was always fascinated. Look, in the US, that's where I always found that people, especially in the tech world, was always coming through. So I'd always look to the Americas, mm-hmm. but then just focus on what they're doing and how you know yeah. they would do business. So for me, it was a case of my mindset at that time was being young. You know, I'm only 23 at the time, actually 21 just turned out. Yeah, time. yeah. But just chasing money. So my mind was like, I just want money because I was in that in that mode. Yeah. Um, but over time, that's actually changed to what I should be thinking how I was making money. Right. So you, make, you, you, you set this tech company up, yep. you sell it, yep. what happens next? <laughs> You're going, yes, I've made it. It's, so I was um, 23 when I saw the company. Yeah. Um, and I was just living a bachelor lifestyle. Mm. I, I had money in the bank. I, was just, I decided just to go and relax and chill and spend time with friends. And it was one night that changed the whole course of my years to come. Mm. So one night uh, we were out in Birmingham and we decided to go to a casino. It's the first time I've ever stepped in a casino. Yeah. Uh, I won't name the name. It's, it's, it's on Broad Street, if you know where that is in Birmingham. So I, Broad Street in Birmingham <laughs> bringing back some memories for me anyway. It's a hellhole. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we went out and what actually turned out to be, we only went there to go get free sandwiches because my friend was like, oh, let's go to the casino. We can yeah. get free sandwiches and yeah, free they drinks. Yeah, they feed you, don't they? Uh, well, that's, that's what they do, man. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah, realise yeah. that at the time. So I went into the casino and I, I was watching my friends placing bets and some were winning, some were mm. losing, but it was just fascinating to watch these guys just having, it's, it's very jovial, you know, yeah. the sounds, the lights, it's just 
So one of my friends goes, oh, why don't you place a bet? So I took £10 out and little did I know within £10, within sort of half an hour, I made sort of 50, 60 quid just yeah. off £10. Yeah. Now, as an entrepreneur, <laughs> my mind's going, look at that return, man, of £10 in, £60 back. Yeah. And it started off very lighthearted mm -hmm. and then it got really bad. Okay. Um, it got so bad, I started going quite frequently. Mm -hmm. How often were you going? When it first started off, I would say maybe every week. Wow. And then it went to literally every day. To the casino? To the casino. Wow. Because at the time, you know, I, I found I was, I was playing different games, but mainly it was like blackjack and roulette. Yeah. So I'd go in there and, and you know, just go in and play those, play those, play yeah. those, play those. And then it got to like every day. And then I would wake up in the morning, go to the casino and spend all day, night, so imagine waking up at like nine, ten o'clock, mm. going to the casino, say for eleven. I spend the whole day there up until about two, three o'clock in the morning, in a casino, trying to win money. Even when I'd lost money that day, yeah. I would still stay there to try and recoup it. No, just to watch other people play. Oh wow! I was just, I was then also trying to learn what other people were doing and how they were to playing. To try and crack the code. To try and crack the code, because. Everyone has a code, yeah. that's what you think. Yeah. And it got so bad that within a year of selling my company, mm. I lost multiple six figures to gambling. Wow. So the money you made from the tech company, you essentially spunked a load of that. Yeah, I wasted it all on gambling. In, 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 gam in gambling. Now, I know there's more to this story and we'll come on to it in a second. Yeah. Because I'm curious, because there's a lot of people, in my opinion, out there right now, who are gambling with their futures, essentially. Um, but, but we've got to look at addictions in general. And, and I think, and we'll talk more about the addiction in a moment, but I think with where you were, where you were at on, in, in your mind, because obviously it's the Mind Over Money podcast, so we want to you know, make sure we, we bring it back to that. Um, what do you think was making you behave like that and fueling that addiction in your mind? What do you think was going on? At the time, I was trying to perceive perfection. So when I was making money, yeah. um, it was a case of losing the money, but trying to, at first it was trying to recoup the money back yeah. that I lost. Then it was no longer about money. It was more about how can I beat the system mm. to try and recoup the money. Then it was a case of actually got so bad that it was like, I was, when all my money went, I was then taking out loans, credit cards, wow. um, Actually, something that I haven't really shared with anyone before, I was stealing money from my parents, Gosh. from family, from friends. To fuel them, this addiction. To fuel this addiction. Even though I know it was a big problem, mm. I was not addressing the problem. So what were you hoping to achieve by continuing to pour money into this? Were you trying to get the money back? Is that what was going on? Or? To be honest, it got so bad, I knew I wasn't going to get that money back. Right. It was just saying, can I beat the system? Can I make, can I make better gambling decisions so I can go right I know how to crack this code and then I can start making better bets so it's almost like you were in too deep and yeah. you just thought sod it I've got to carry on going I was in too deep but I, I knew I was but I was I wasn't accepting hmm. I was too deep in yeah even though I mean I, in terms of my health hmm. I wasn't eating properly I wasn't sleeping properly anxiety hmm. depression stress anxiety I mean, I, I, was, I was literally going through split 
I'll, in the day, the amount of emotions I'll go through. Yeah, yeah. Right waking up, think, waking up feeling, oh, I'm going to go back into the casino and get my money, go in there, lose my money. God, bloody hell, why have I done this? And go back and do it Then again. go back again. I win a bit of money. Then I'm thinking, wow, I'm on a high again. Yeah. Then I've just lost that money and then more. Then I'm depressed, sitting mm. there thinking, what the hell have I done? Then I'm just remaking that pattern the same day. I'm just following just a pattern. And I just don't want to come out of that. So, my, I mean, my listeners will know this. I'm an ex-psychiatric nurse. And you know my background, uh, you know, very well. Yeah. Um, and, and what I found, I've, I've worked with people who've had addictions in various things, from drug addictions to alcohol addictions to sexual addictions, behavioural addictions. There's all yeah. kinds of addictions that go on. Yep. Um, what you need to understand is, yes, people have sexual addictions, by the way, for those of you listening at home. Um, I don't want to talk about it. But anyway, the point... <laughs> The point is, is this, um, all addictions generally stem from some form of pain or trying to cover or mask it. So what pain do you think you were going through at that time? So I was fortunate enough um, to go through professional help to understand what was happening because I, I couldn't, I think one thing I figured out, I, I can't do it for myself. I needed professional help. Mm-hmm. And I realised that growing up, my dad was an alcoholic. So from a very young age. Right, okay. So if, if you looked at my, my life as, a, as maybe eight to 10-year-old, mm-hmm. he would go to work, come back about five o'clock, absolutely smashed. Then my mum was working nights. Yeah. So I'd come back from school, my mum make us dinner, she'd have a little nap, go to work in Asda, because mm. she's just packing shelves. And then she worked night shift, but then my dad would come home at five o'clock, be drunk, be in bed by six. Mm. So at eight, I've got three brothers, I've got two older, one younger. So we'd basically be at home, fending for ourselves. So my dad would be lying out, passed out, absolutely drunk. Yeah. And then we're just thinking, what the hell we do? So we're almost being chucked into a life of adulthood. Yeah. And age. then that's why I had a lot of fights with my brothers, especially mm. my oldest one, because he was trying to take the fatherly role. Yeah. And then there was a lot of to and fro because I'm like, who the hell are you to tell you to my father? So a lot of it stemmed from that side, I would say. Yeah. And so so you get, so you were you, know, you, you essentially were left to figure stuff out for yourself. Um, and, and it's interesting that you mentioned about your dad having an alcohol addiction. And, it, you know, and, I, and I've, I've studied a lot of this. So, so children who, I'm guessing out of your mum and dad, you seeked a lot of love from your dad that you didn't get because he was always yep. you know, drunk or whatever it might be. And it's, it's interesting because then you need to become someone in order to feel like you connect with him. And subconsciously what happens in those situations is that you, you start to adopt some of their patterns of behaviour to start being more like them, to feel like some kind of connection with them. Yeah. And, and it seems like subconsciously that, that addiction pattern came through with, with this, right? Yeah. Um, and it's sad because obviously with alcohol addiction or whatever it might be, you can, you know, you can get some treatment for it and you know, obviously you can, you can get help with it and all that kind of stuff and you know, medical intervention, therapy, all that kind of stuff. For me, the impact of gambling is much bigger because it's it, there's it, you know there's a lot of other people that get impacted, but also the financial losses that can really screw with your head. Yep. So so what happened next? Because you said you went and got some help. So yep. you got some help, and then what happened next? So when I got professional help, they under, I understood then what was happening. So I was yeah. I was able now to so my mindset changed because now I'm understanding why I was running these similar patterns. Mm. I was now in a position to able to understand what I was doing wrong. Yeah. Because ultimately, I think a lot of us, when we go through issues, we're in a, I think there's a, something called the Hulk 
theory, um, which is hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Mm-hmm. So usually I, I, I find myself, if I'm, if I'm falling into these sort of patterns, mm-hmm. if, I can, if I have the ability to make quicker decisions based on how I'm feeling at that time, yeah. I can make right decisions. Yeah. So I was able to quickly understand that, but then I was now able to go, do you know what? Like, now that I'm understanding how to work on my mindset and mm. be more clear with my clarity in, in terms of what I want to do, we were just in a pandemic, right? Mm. So remember, so this is 16th of June, 2020, this yeah. happened. Yeah. And it didn't happen by, by chance. My wife found out I was gambling. Right. So it was actually the morning of 16th of June, 2020, it's about eight o'clock in the morning. Mm. I walked into the bedroom, my wife is sitting on the edge of the bed, crying mm. and for anyone that has met my wife you know she's a strong beautiful bold woman thick yeah. black hair yeah and for her to be crying I was like what's wrong and then I remember seeing her holding a phone mm. but my, my heart dropped into my stomach yeah, yeah. because it's actually my phone she was holding mm. and then when she asked me what, what's going on what's all these? yeah what's all this what all these transactions see I could have lied at that time yeah I could have said no my friend told me you know we're in a pandemic so this is about three months in I said someone told me about making some betting decisions it can make you a bit of money but I actually decided to tell her the whole truth mm. look I started gambling in 2009 right. I met my wife on a flight back from New York in 2012 mm-hmm. got married in 2014 mm. had a first child in 2017 yeah. and just before all this happened my wife told me that we we're expecting our second child right. in 2021 yeah so for her it was like a massive blow of trust wow so not only did I feel a massive sense of relief telling her exactly what truth. was wrong yeah. and you know, let, you know, let the truth be told yeah, yeah, yeah. and it'll set you free and it did feel like that. Yeah. But then the guilt kicked in mm. and the guilt was, I mean, it was so hard to bear yeah. because I felt like I just broke the trust of someone yeah. that was yeah, yeah, there for me, man. Hey, it's Justin James here, founder of Unstoppable You and right now my guess is you're curious. Maybe you're in a situation right now where you want more out of life and you just don't know how to get there. You're in a job or in a situation that's making you feel trapped and you want to break free from that situation. Well look, come and join us at Unstoppable You. This is a three day live immersive experience on how to leave whatever's in the past in the past and break through to the future that you deserve. There's a link, my advice is click on it, get yourself booked in before the tickets run now I promise you it will be the best three days that you spend so you can unlock the rest of your future and live the life that you truly deserve and I look forward to seeing you there you have this this wake-up call then yep um, so you you, you you come clean um, and, and you know what for everyone listening right now I think it's really important that you know we can take some inspiration from what Hajj just said just now because I think sometimes you just need to come clean and be honest with yourself about where you're at in your life in your business in your mind, in your money, in your career, in your health. And, and they, do, they do say that, right? The, tr- the yeah. truth shall, shall set you free. And I think with money, especially because a lot of people tune in to, to, to learn more about money and money mindset, I think it's about accepting that you are where you are right now, um, but then also going, right, I want to do something about it. Yeah. So accepting and having awareness is one thing, and then that's the first step, as they say in, in you know, in, yeah in addiction and recovery you know accepting you you know you have a problem that's the first thing um or a challenge or something that you yeah. want to overcome um so you've accepted this you've come clean to your wife um what happens next so i begged and pleaded with her to give me another chance because you know it was she was we're literally at the class of divorce yeah yeah so begged and pleaded say look just give me another opportunity i'll make this work mm-hmm. so i'm at a position i'm thinking well what do i do mm. 
I tried applying for jobs mm -hmm. because after this addiction, I was actually working for large corporates, yeah, making yeah. them millions of pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, no one's hiring because there was no jobs during the yeah, pandemic. Going through crazy times, yeah. And then I was like, well, hold on. I know about business. I ran a business that I sold successfully in yeah. 2007 to 2009. Yeah. So I know about business. I've been making millions of pounds for all these corporate organizations. Yeah. I know about you know marketing and tech. So why don't I take what I really know and start a business? Mm. And I remember going to my wife saying, I've got, I've got an idea. Yeah. And it's a bit like Dragon's Den <laughs> pitching to, to pitch her. To your wife, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a great thing you can do, by the way. <laughs> so um, I pitched it to her and she realized at the time that you have to understand whatever your circumstances are, mm. make best of it. Yeah. And she realized that, yeah, you're right. There's no jobs. Yeah. So go for it. Mm. And that was a big move for her as well, because yeah. obviously the thing that we've done. So um, I went out on this journey of entrepreneurship with this new fire in my belly. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm going, right, cool. Start my business, went to companies out, did everything else, set up a website, and then I started, I created a, a marketing company, yeah. and then marketing software company. And then I went out and I started trying to get clients. So mm -hmm. once again, so now I've started the business, trying to work 16, 20 hours a day, trying to email clients, trying to call clients. Yeah, yeah. And, what I realized really quickly, I was not winning any clients. Mm. And I don't know if it's because of COVID. Yeah. Well, actually, I tried to blame COVID. <laughs> I'm going I'm to be true. Sorry, I've used my word. Standard words. excuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was blaming COVID. I was blaming the clients. I was blaming everything else. Mm. But it was actually me that I was doing things really wrong. Mm. So I was now And actually, what I realized at the time, I was running the same traits as I was as a gambling addict. Right. Remember, I was. I was tasting time for money, not yeah. money more. Yeah, yeah. I'm working 16, 20 years there, neglecting my family, which is what I was doing when I was an addict. Yes. So I realized that things weren't working right. And it was on the 18th of August, I was trying to win clients and nothing's happening. Mm -hmm. And I had this one client that I was pinning all my hopes on. Yeah. And it was you know quite a big contract. So I went to this client, they're based up in Nottingham. Yeah. And I got to the meeting, had this meeting, I felt good about it. <laughs> At the end of the meeting, the client goes, it's hard, we really like what you do, but. Felt the butt come in. That was the big butt. Yeah. I think we're okay at the moment. Maybe if something we need, we'll come back to you. And they didn't take the offer. Mm. And then I remember leaving that meeting and I was trying to go home and I felt so bad. I was like, how can I go home? I feel like a failure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember sitting in the car. I actually went to a Starbucks and just sat there for ages going, what did I do wrong? What can I sell? Mm. How am I going to go back? I, I, I felt like a right failure. And also, how are my kids going to feel about their father not being able to provide for their family? Yeah. yeah. Now, remember, I'm, I've got no money now. Yeah. And I remember driving back home, and that's when it went really bad. Mm. And I decided that, you know what? I kept repeating that over and over and over again to the point where I just went in the car, turned it. Accident. Crashed the car. Crashed the car. I tell people it was an accident, but actually it wasn't. It felt like I was actually trying to take my own life. Wow. Because it got that bad that you just feel like, is this, is this the world I really need to live in? Do I actually benefit from what's been in this Are world? You, am I even adding any value yeah. to this place? Also, I felt like a failure to, more importantly, my family. Do you know, do you know what? It, like, um, I'm glad you've opened up about this. And obviously, you know, this podcast isn't just about making money or, you know, it, it, it's about, you know, all things to do with the mind. Yeah. yeah. And isn't it interesting how, I always say this, people behave crazily or, or in a nice way for two things, money or love. 
Yeah. Like money or love makes people act in like crazy ways, or it can also make them act in good ways. Right? You can you can be like incredibly generous, or you can be incredibly crazy with money. It's up to you. But it, this stemmed from a lack of money and not knowing you know, how to make it back and how to recoup it. You couldn't get that contract to the point where you actually felt like I don't need to, I don't belong here, and you mm. know, essentially nearly took your life. Yeah. Um, that's that, and, and if anyone's listening right now, um, I just want to, as a little side note of this, you, you, you please understand something. Like I, I'm an ex-psychiatric nurse. I've got a big passion for, for this. I've dealt with a lot of people in the past who felt suicidal, who felt like they don't matter. Mm. Um, and it's very easy for someone to say to you to reach out for help. Um, and, and, I, and, and I can say that to you as well right now, but here's the thing. I know what it's like when you're in a dark place and you feel like you know, nothing else you know, can go, yeah. you know, well for you and you feel like you don't belong. I just want you to hold on to the, the fact that you do matter and 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 there is help available. And I know like when you're ready, you ask for it, but please understand something that like, tough times don't last, tough people do. And look, let, let, Hard's story right now, I'm sure he's gonna go on and explain a bit more about that. But, you know, you've, you've, you've gone from that dark place to somewhere else, which we'll talk about in a second. So if anyone's listening right now and you're feeling a bit down and you're feeling like you don't matter anymore, please understand you do matter and there is help and there's always a better way okay tough tough times don't last tough people do so you you flipped your car essentially yeah you end up in hospital actually i didn't this is the thing so i'm in this really bad accident right and i only walked out with a couple of scratches and i remember the paramedics coming on the scene going where's the driver <laughs> i'm here <laughs> they're like so clearly it wasn't your time it definitely wasn't my time so what did you learn from that that there was something bigger at play here right there you go. You're listening at home? There's always something bigger ahead. Yeah. I just loved what you said, you know, tough times don't last, last tough people do. And mm. also, you're right, money and love. And I, and I love the way you've put that because, yeah, I was effectively had no money, yeah. which is making me do crazy things. Yeah. And I was so in love with my family, it was trying to make me do crazy things. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. And um, but you're right. So I, I was in this position where, do you know what? I've been given this opportunity now. Mm. Whatever, look. Like, if you believe in God or don't believe in God, whatever it is that yeah. you do, believe in one thing, which is yourself. Because mm. if, if you can do anything, realize that you are strong mm. and you've got the power to shake and move this world. And that's what I felt. So I remember actually where that actually came from was two days ago. So I've just come out of an accident, gone back home. And I remember my phone was just going off the hook trying to get clients and all these people I was trying to speak mm. to before were trying to get in touch with me again. I don't know what was happening, but I felt overwhelmed. And I said to my boy, let's just go. Like my two year old, I took him for a drive. And I remember, you know, <laughs> I took him to McDonald's because he wanted chips. Yeah. And I remember this one moment where it really, this is where I think changed my life mm-hmm. even more so where I remember giving him the chips and he took a bite and he said, dad, I'm the luckiest boy alive. Wow. See. That for me at that moment said, do you know what? All these things that you've done wrong in life mm. is now making, making a difference. Yeah. This is what you need to do. Yeah. So I made a promise right there and then to myself mm. and to my children never mm. to let myself down again Goodness. because I don't want them to be let down from a father that was almost about to check out. Mm. So I then realized that, look, let me work on the business. I went back into it. Went <laughs> on YouTube, Google and everything else. <laughs> trying to I figure try- it out. I've tried to make this cake from multiple different recipes. Yeah and realized it wasn't working. I was, I was hoping for this beautiful cake. Mary Berry, if you're listening. <laughs> but um, it wasn't working and I was about to pack it in. Yeah. And I'm sitting on the sofa, my wife was watching EastEnders, it's about 
seven o'clock at night. Yeah. And I'm on Facebook thinking, do you know what? Like, this is not happening again. Do you know what I mean? I'm, mm. I'm once again feeling like this is not working. And then I saw this advert from this guy talking on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder who that was. <laughs> <laughs> and it, everything he just said was just sort of resonating with me at the mm. moment. I thought, look, I've got nothing to lose. Yeah. This guy clearly knows his business. And this guy I'm talking about is Justin James, by the way, the beautiful man over here. And I decided to jump on his webinar. And I remember coming to it with just, look, just come in there with not knowing anything about business. Mm. Staying open. Staying open. Yeah. I've done it with all these books and yeah. YouTube and Google and everything yeah, else. Yeah. Just just come open into this, yeah. right? So I joined this webinar and it was the most transformational 90 minutes. And I cannot wow. thank you enough for actually putting that together Thanks. and seeing you there. Appreciate you. And I realized that clearly I need to understand more. And what I learned in that 90 minutes wasn't enough mm. to create a successful business. Mm. And remember you invited people that were watching it to come and see you in yeah, live in yeah, person. Yeah. And I did. I was like, no, I don't care how much it's going to cost. I'm going to go see this person. Yeah. And I remember coming to Peterborough, mm. meeting you in person. The glamorous Peterborough. The, <laughs> it's a beautiful place. I don't know why you're knocking <laughs> it, man. <laughs> and um, I remember sitting in, in the audience and I'm listening to you talk. And, and it was right. And it was just not about the business, though. It was about the mindset. Mm. And I think it's really important that you've got to get your mindset right. You could go, you can learn anything yeah. in life. Yeah. But if your mind isn't in the right place, mm. and I've had a shot of different mindsets yeah, going yeah, from my yeah. life, but now that I've come in with a different mindset, it was sinking a lot more deeper. Mm-hmm. And then once I understood how I get that right, and I love you know the your the seven P's that you have in business yeah, to make yeah, it succeed, yeah. and then I was just making I remember sitting there making notes, making notes, making notes. I was like, this is not enough. Once again, I, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there going, how? No, I I need you this person. More, more, I need more. this person to help me do more. Yeah. And I remember you invited me then to come up to your the entrepreneur business school. Yeah. And I remember coming there and I, was, and I remember, actually, no, before I even got there, I remember you were like, has anyone got a story? I remember I was like, I've got a gambling addict, yeah. I'm an addiction, I need help with my business. Yeah. You're like, cool, I can help you. Mm. And that's when I was like, cool, right, let me go into this. I remember going back to my home to my wife and going, look, I'm gonna go on this journey mm-hmm. and I'm gonna invest into the whole process. And even though I know it's the right thing yeah. I need to do. Yeah. It's also making sure my wife is in the loop because 100%. I think, you know. Alignment. It's alignment. Be. Because it's, be. it's really important that if I'm on this journey, you mm. need to understand where I'm on this journey as well, my family. Mm-hmm. So I went to this business school. The transformation happened on the third day. I mean, what, the first day was just amazing. <laughs> Second day was amazing. But the third day, you cemented a whole new belief mm. in myself and my business. Wow. I closed well, opened up a half a million pound opportunity that day. There was a there's a contract you were working on, and you you basically secured the deal, half a million pound contract. Yeah. On day three of business school, yep. we hadn't even finished because it's four days. Yeah. Um, and I remember that moment actually. I, re- I really do. And um, it's interesting. I just want to quickly, you know, summarize your journey. Really, is that it started from a webinar. Yeah. And one thing you've got to understand, people, is is that you don't know what you don't know. And, and it's not okay to try and figure it out on your own. It really isn't okay for you to try and figure it out on your own. 
if you try and do stuff on your own, um, it, you can get there. It's going to take you longer. Like you mentioned YouTube. You said, yeah. like, and I was having this debate with someone the other day. They said to me, YouTube's free, Jess. YouTube's free to use. I can YouTube stuff and find it on YouTube. And I'm like, no, YouTube is expensive. And they're like, what are you on about? I said, trying to do it on your own all the time mm. for free off of YouTube basically means you've got no one to give you advice. You're going to make expensive mistakes. You're going to mess up. You're going to fail. You're probably going to give up at times because you keep on trying to do it yourself without proper mentorship and guidance. So yeah. YouTube isn't free. It's actually expensive is what I tell people. So you decided to attend to one of our uh, webinars yep. where we, get, we, we, we opened up the, the business wealth formula that we teach at the Entrepreneur's Business School, yep. which are the seven laws that every business follows. You got curious off the back of that and go, you know what, it's great information. Um, I want to come and hang out with you guys at uh, our Business Booster Workshop, which is our flagship uh, in-person half-day yep. uh, business workshop for business owners. Uh, and we'll talk more about that in a second. Um, and off the back of that, that again created another shift for you going, right, okay, I know this, this and this. Now I need to go to another level. And then it led you on to investing in our Entrepreneur's Business School and yep. enrolling in that. Um, to get proper tuition around this uh, over an extended period of time for four days. Yeah. You bagged your first half a million pound contract. Yep. Um, and you've gone from strength to strength after that. I mean, you've, you've won awards um, <laughs> in, our, in our academy. You know, you've, you've, you've gone from, you know, uh, not just being, you know, uh, one of the members of the audience and crushing in your own business, but you're now, you're now a, a lead trainer at the Entrepreneur's Business School. Yep. Um, you're giving back and you're, because you've, and I love this because you've, you've, you've become a product of, of that, which means you, you, you rubber stamp it, your heart's, your heart's in it because you've seen what it can do for people. Yeah. Um, and, and fast forward to, to today, obviously you're, you're an award-winning speaker and trainer and mentor. Um, you teach business owners. You, you, you're yeah. also the, um, the, the, the founder of the Success Unmasked podcast as well, aren't you? The, well, Success Unmasked, but now I'm just going to be launching the podcast soon as well. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. great. So then, so, so, and Success Unmasked is, is all about your journey of uh, you know, taking that mask off, yeah. um, embracing who you really are. Facing your demons as it is, yeah. uh, and moving forwards, you know, which which is beautiful, and and I love the fact that you bring that compassion into the way that you train, and because you, you care, you want to see people yeah. do well, um, and that that's not the end of your success. Like you, you uh, probably about four weeks ago, you you you, you were seeding stuff for me, going, Jess, I'm working on something, I'm working on something, I'm work- <laughs> I'll tell you what it is, I'll tell you what it is, and then you just dropped it on me that you bagged a two point five million dollar contract over five years so that's the guaranteed half a million every year into your business yep. for the next five years um and and literally this has gone from within a year of coming to uh less webinar, than less, less than, than less than a year eight months something like that was it yeah mate it was uh exactly the exact day was 18th of may 2021 wow wow eight and we're now in what we're march <laughs> yeah 2022 um so you're talking like, I don't know, whatever it is, you know, 10 months ago, yep. something like that. You've gone from being on this sofa at home, scrolling through a Facebook ad, yep. attending a web class, yep. coming to meet me in person at the Business Booster Workshop, going on to the business school uh, to now bagging $2.5 million contracts. Um, <laughs> I think that deserves a round of applause, personally, I think. I, I really, really do. And, um, and now I, I always say to people, like, learn, earn, return. Yeah? Yeah. Learn something, make some money from it, give back. And one of the best ways to give back is obviously to teach. Um, and now I'm very grateful and privileged because you know me, those of you listening, you know I'm on a mission to impact a billion lives. And I know I can't do it on my own. Yep. Um, and, and, and we want to help more people because I feel there's a lot of people out there right now who are lost, especially when it comes to income, 
um, they want to start a business, they want to grow a business. Um, and I love what you said earlier on about being coachable, because some people, with all due mm. respect, if you're listening to this right now and you've been in business for many years, you don't know what you don't know. If you're not getting the results that you want right now, you don't know something clearly. And if you can let your ego get out of the way, stay coachable and learn a strategy that works from people who are like Hodge, living proof of it, then then hopefully you'll learn something new. So like, you know, so so I love the fact that you're able now to pour into our community because I can't yeah. do it on my own. Yeah. Um, you you are heading up our business booster workshops. You're heading up our business schools. Yeah. Um, you're, you you know we, we, you're looking at training as many people as you can because you've been on that journey. And yeah. often people work with me and they go, Jess, it's easy for you. You've done this. You've done that. Blah blah. And what I love about your story is is that you like you were where people at home might be not so long ago. Yeah. Um, and and that means the success gap is 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 closer for them because they're like, you know what. If Hodge did it within less than a year, eight to ten months, then what could happen if I committed to this journey? You yep. know? So, um, so what advice would you give to someone right now who felt scared about investing in their mentorship, felt scared about getting some help because they might have been hurt before? A lot of our listeners at times have done loads of different courses, and you know some of them are good, and some of them are you know the person delivering the course maybe didn't have their best intentions at heart or whatever it might be, and sometimes they feel a bit burnt. Yep. Um, again, mind over money. Their mind totally is like, hey, if I invest this money in another program or another workshop, um, you know, I could get hurt because last time I got hurt. What advice would you give to someone like that right well, now? Perfect. I love that question yeah. because in my own personal story, mm. so look, I spent almost a quarter of a million pound on my addiction. Wow. Right? So that's from 2009 up until 16th June 2020. Yeah. Now I'm going, do you know what? It takes a bold move for someone to go, I need to invest in myself. Mm. So I'm now spending more money on myself. Yeah. I think that's the key word there, yourself. Mm. A lot of us are going through life people pleasing. Yeah. We're too worried about what other people think mm. we should be doing, not what you want to do. Yeah, love that. And I was that person for many, many, many years. So what I decided to do was stop giving a crap mm. about what other people thought about me. I decided now to go, do you know what? This is my journey. Yeah. This is what I want to do. You have partners. You might have wives. You might have children. You might have family. You might have people that gnaw in your ear all yeah. the time. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Well, guess what? Trying to please them is not going to pay your bills. No. You've got to understand that whatever you want to do in life, now wherever you are in life, and you want to make a difference, mm. it starts with you. And I would say the quickest way to do it is by implementation, but get a mentor. Yeah. And for me, I didn't understand the power about it, but I knew this is something that I wanted to do. Yes. And I go, do you know what? I'm going to invest myself because as long as you've got someone that is great, has a proven track record, but also that you love and get yeah. on with, it, this whole journey has been amazing for me. Yeah. I've had ups and downs. Yeah, yeah. But this whole process, you've got to understand, love the process, understand that you're going to get on the other side yeah. and you all go through dark times, but trust the process. I think a lot of people want to jump from step one to step 10 without having to go through all the other yeah. ones. Yeah. Once you understand all those steps, you're going to love it, man. Game changes. Game changes. So for me, I would say go out there, invest in yourself, ask yourself what you want to do, not what any else wants yeah. you want to do and get a mentor. Because that honestly is going to help you skyrocket to where you want to get to. And it's, it's important you said that, get, get the right mentor. Yeah. Um, someone who cares about you as well. Because I think 
there's, there's people out there who can teach you stuff, but they're not necessarily, I don't know, too concerned about whether you make it or not. Yeah. Um, and what I love about what we do and you, um, I mean, I, I wouldn't even trust you with, you know, our students and our business school if I didn't think that you cared. And yeah. I know you care. Yeah. And if you're looking for a mentor and you want someone who cares, obviously, you know, Harge is your guy. I'm here as well. But, um, you know, one thing I want to do for everybody listening to this right now is I'm going to encourage you. If you're listening to this right now, I want you to, I want you to, there's, there's going to be a link in the, the podcast description somewhere for you. Um, and I've got a bit of a gift for you. And that gift is um, we, we run our business booster workshops, which is what you attended yep. like less than a year ago. <laughs> yep. Um, and they're £297 to attend for business owners and entrepreneurs. So these are specifically for startup companies, uh, people with a business idea, um, people who don't know what they want to do, they just want to get into business, or people who are already established running businesses. Mm. We've got you know multiple seven, eight-figure business owners who attend this workshop as well because they're at, a, they're at a sticking point where they are the business and they want to work less and earn yeah. more. Um, so we've got a gift for you guys if you're listening to this right now. Uh, £297 is the, is the investment to attend a Business Booster workshop. It's worth way more than that, if I'm very, very honest. Um, but what we've done for our subscribers and listeners right now is we're doing that for only £97. So we've got a £200 discount applied to that. If you go to the link in the description somewhere, there'll be an opportunity for you to book onto them. Uh, we won't run them quite regularly. You'll get to meet the main man. Harge himself there, he'll be he'll be heading up the workshop for you uh, and taking you through the exact same system that's got you from literally no clients to bagging $2.5 million contracts. I think you can learn a two thing or two from, from you from you there, Harge. So um, appreciate you being on the show. Thank you for taking your time out to, to join us. I know family is important to you, um, yeah. you know, so so um, people who are listening, just take inspiration from Harge's story. For him, it's family. I don't know what yours is, but Money has no meaning apart from the one you attach to it. For, for, for you, for Hajj, and for me as well, and I'm sure for many people listening right now, it, money gives you freedom, gives you choices, it gives you options. And I think if you could take your money seriously and attach meaning to it, you'll probably go and do something that you need to do, which is get out your own way. So, you know, come and hang out with us. Come and find out. Get curious is what I would say. You know, learn. You don't know what you don't know at the end of the day, right? So, Hajj, um, one last thing. Clearly, people have been moved by your story. I'm very, very sure. There's going to be people out there right now that I think are listening to this that have gone through addictions, have um, been in a dark place, have felt like ending their lives. There's, there's lots of people out there that are yeah. listening to this, but but something's kept them here. Yeah. And maybe they're looking for a bit of hope. They're looking for a bit of inspiration. They're looking for a little bit of support. So how can people get in touch with you, follow you more on uh, you know, social media? Like, How can people reach out to you and connect with you online? Well, look, first thing that you said, so... Thank you. I think that's it's been so humble to be coming here and talking to you from, from a guy that was in in this in this audience, yeah. listening to the man himself, and now sitting side by side with you. Yeah. I've been privileged. Thank you. Um, but ultimately, I think for me, if you want to follow me, go to my Instagram page, Success Unmasked, because uh, I always talk about mindset mastery. Yep. And then once you've understood that, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to start a business? Do you mm. want to excel in your career? But ultimately, you know, get out your own way. Yes and start living the life that you deserve. So Success Unmasked on Instagram. On Instagram. Fantastic. Or if you're on Facebook, you can look at uh, Success Unmasked on Facebook as well. Brilliant, love that, love that, Hajj. So appreciate you joining us today. Um, it's been an honor having you on the show. Thank you for taking the time out. And if you're listening right now and you've liked what you've heard, don't forget to like, follow, share, subscribe on your favorite platform um, and leave us a review. Because look, your reviews 
really help for two reasons. Number one, they let us know what we're doing good and what we could do more of and also what we can avoid doing. But they also save people a lot of time because there are millions of podcasts out there and people don't know which ones to listen to. So your reviews actually help. So when you write a review, it's actually helping a listener go, hey, you know what? Let me choose the Mind Over Money podcast. So look, I hope you've enjoyed it. Make sure you, uh, you, know, you, you, you listen to this again if you have to. There's some powerful nuggets that have come out of today uh, and let people know about us. You know, So appreciate you guys. Uh, until next time, keep your mind over your money and your money on your mind. This has been Jess and James with the Mind Over Money podcast with the man, Harj Ghali. Thank you once again, Harj. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming in. And we'll see you guys next time. Take care. You've been listening to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James. Don't forget to subscribe and follow on all the channels. Links in the show notes. Please also leave a review and visit www.jessandjames.com to find more resources on how to create the life you deserve.